Hi, this is Dr. Mark Self for the podcast Therapy for the Heart. This is episode 88 on recapturing the spirit of our nation. Well, in my mind, the spirit has been pretty dampened and there's a big cloud that hangs over everything because of what's been happening with our, our government. And namely that uh, in, in, in the impeachment proceedings, there were no witnesses called. And I think that I think the bottom line is because we are being controlled by an element in our government that doesn't care about the things that many of us care about. And when the president can do whatever, do whatever he wants because he's the president, well, that's what they said. He's got license to do every, anything he wants. I, where does that leave us? Where does that leave us as the people in terms of sharing our destiny with each other? And well, with each other, you know, it, it seems hopeless to me in one way, but yet in the other, if we think that we're not alone, I think that would help. And to not be alone, it means communicating with each other about how we feel and to, to, to feel not hopeless alone and not helpless alone. But because we are very helpless, we need to take some action. And in my mind, one of the actions we can take is to communicate with our friends, our loved ones, our family. Communication and social connection is one of the most important things as a matter of fact, I think it's going to be raised to um, a priority up, up along with uh, uh, general mental health and also diseases like diabetes. So social connections are very important for, for many, many reasons. It's how we feel understood by other people. Being understood is the most important thing in life because if somebody else understands you, you feel important. You feel recognized, you feel noticed, you feel important. So therefore, your self-esteem is increased by someone else's recognition of you as an independent, different person that's independent and different, but also alike. Yeah, so being alike is very important because we're connected to a whole universe because no matter what our culture is, as human beings, we identify with very similar things in all of us, even though we express it differently sometimes in a different language, but it's... We're very much all the same. So empathy is very important, being able to put yourself in somebody else's shoes, uh, not having your own self-interest primary, being able to take care of other people, care for yourself. That's what really should build our essence and worth in terms of our living every day every day. How we live every day is very important. How we treat other people every day is very important. It's hard to look at ourselves because what we, when we take that look inside, we may not like what we see. But if it's there, we might as well acknowledge it because what we don't know can hurt us. And what we don't accept, we project into other people and say, it's them that's selfish. It's them that's um, uh, wanting to be taking control over the other. It's not me, it's them. Externalization. It's awful because what's inside you is, is it, it, you're human. And the more we judge ourselves, the more less likely we're going to be able to accept ourselves. We are many things inside. We're selfish, we're cruel, we're hostile, we're generous, we're loving, we're kind, we're a mixture. We're a mixture, and and neither one thing is. It's one thing you can't take a, a brush 
paint it over your whole personality and say, well, I'm selfish. Well, you could, but that's where we go wrong because we think and judge ourselves as, as, who, as who we are, these character, character traits. We are amalgam of many diff different things, of different character traits, of different, different impulses and instincts. Uh, so the more we suppress them, repress them, and tend to project them onto others, we externalize bits of our bits of ourselves, and then we think the enemy is outside us and not in this, inward, inward. So therapy for the heart is always saying, take a look inward, and therefore, if you do that, you'll accept who you are. You might not like it, but at least you won't project into the world uh, who you are. You own it and say, you know, you, you don't like things about yourself. Well, so you work on them. So you go into therapy and you say, well, some people sometimes actually cross this threshold here and they say, well, you know, I think that I don't like myself for, for various reasons and I will want, want to work on that. And that is very unusual for somebody to come in with that. They might come in for a depression or maybe they're, they're anxious about losing their job and maybe some conflict with their, with, their, with their mate. But even when they have a conflict, they might project the conflict onto their partner and say, well, it's her fault or his fault, you know, rather than saying, you know, we're two people that are in the mix and we're both con contributing to this problem that we have. And once they can do that and say, well, you know, I'm not loved enough by my partner and then make yourself vulnerable, then you can start your therapy. But if you project it and say, well, your partner's inadequate because they don't bring enough money in or they don't clean the apartment enough or blah, 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 or they don't take care of the child, they're projecting everything onto the other person. You don't get anywhere with that. So if two people can come together and own their own participation, it's wonderful. But it's very hard to do because we all have so much judgment in us. So we want to eliminate the judgment, if we can, within us and accept it, whoever we are. And can we see that different aspects of ourselves will get in our way in terms of love, uh, work, play, relationships? But if we can see the repetition and the patterns, then we can do something about them. So many people will come into my office and they'll think when they come in that they're meeting the same unloving person all the time, but they don't see any pattern in it. And therefore, they're not going to be able to help them themselves uh, work towards changing their partners to, more, to be more loving and interested and appreciative of them. They pick narcissistic people over and over and over again. Uh, a good example was a person I worked with that was projecting all her feelings onto the audience because she couldn't own her feelings about how she felt about her parents. So the audience became a transference f figure in general to, to her in terms of her feeling that the audience didn't appreciate her, was going to judge her. And it was only until she worked back to her father, who was the leading uh, disappointment in her life, uh, because he didn't accept her for who she was. He always wanted her to be different and better. So this is what therapy does. It helps you see that there's other things that are driving you and making you feel bad about yourself and project them onto other people. So, so back to the world, we can, through social connections with each other, alleviate some of our own pain by knowing that other people feel the same way. So that's why it's good 
to talk with your friends about it. Like my patient said, he well, he doesn't like to talk to his friends because they're going, they're, they're, they're saying, well, it's the same old thing that we're saying to each other over and over. Well, maybe you have to say the same thing over and over and over to your friends as a source of comfort because who else is going to comfort you? Your friends mostly, your family. You're not going to want to burden your children with it, but you don't have to isolate your children also from from the conflicts in the world because they're picking it up. They're picking it up. They'll sense the tension in us if we don't acknowledge it within ourselves. And then we can treat our children much differently. So if we have a fight between our spouse, we can turn around and say to our children, I'm sorry about fighting in front of you like that. I don't want to be this kind of parent to you. I don't want to be this kind of parent to you, just like my parents were to me. What a refreshing, but how much, How often does that happen? You know, how often? My patient, um, he became a bully because his father was a bully. His father never turned to him and said, you know, I'm sorry, son, because I shouldn't be disparaging you that way. It's not right. It never happened. And it never happened, it's not, it's not why it never happened, but when he came into therapy, he could see that he was becoming the bully that his father was. He didn't know it, didn't realize it, but once he realized that in the way he treated his spouse, he was the bully, and once he realized that, he said, oh my God, no, I don't want to become like my father, and I'm being just like my father, which is not unusual, so, so know thyself, right? So this is Dr. Mark Sell, and a little takeoff on our world situation in which I hope we can feel that we do have some power to do some things, even though we're powerless to do other things, but we can vote, we can vote people in or out, and in that way we're not so hopeless. So, but I, I um, empathize with what you may be going through in terms of these difficult times, what I'm going through, and uh, we can be together and talk about it, and the more we talk about it, the better off we'll be. So thanks, this is Dr. Mark Sell for the podcast Therapy for the Heart. If you want to shoot me an email, you can do so at um, marksell at gmail.com. Uh, download the, uh, the episodes and uh, pass them on to your friends if you can. And they might like to hear what's being said on Therapy for the Heart. And uh, we have many episodes on there that cover a range of topics. So if you go through them too, you might find something that you haven't even noticed before. And I want to thank David for helping me uh, make this podcast possible. Thanks again and tune in next week.